and pro. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Anchor your seatbelts, my dear friends, because you are about to hear the latest concerning the COVID deception. That's right, the COVID deception, and I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation, as always, with ever increasing conviction talk that transforms and by using the term covid deception we're not claiming that covid itself is not existent that's not the real nature of the covid deception the real nature of the covid deception is that it is being used to deceive the people in many many different ways including its seriousness including the matter of the vaccines including whether or not they're vaccines and how to deal with it. Today on Viewpoint, we're about to share with you some of the most dramatic things that have taken place just in the last week, and I hope that you will stay tuned. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that should transform. According to the CDC, there has never been a record of an unvaccinated person who recovered from covid who spread the virus. Let me repeat that. According to the CDC, they have admitted that they have no record of any unvaccinated person who has recovered from COVID, in other words, who got COVID and recovered, who has ever spread the virus after being reinfected. Not one. The CDC made the admission after a New York attorney filed a Freedom of Information Act request back in September asking for this. Documents reflecting any documented case of an individual who never received a COVID-19 vaccine, who was infected with COVID-19 once and recovered, and then later became infected again, and as a result transmitted the virus to another person when reinfected. The CDC responded, a search of our records failed to reveal any such documents pertaining to your request. What is the implication of that? That natural immunity is far more effective than the so-called vaccines because the vaccines themselves, not being vaccines actually, do not prevent the spread of the virus, period, were never intended to and do not. Do you think that this was announced on the media? Absolutely not. Do you think that when Dr. Fauci admitted that vaccine immunity is not as strong as earlier claimed and that booster shots would be required virtually forever, do you think that was announced via the media? No. Not at all. Yet Dr. Fauci said, if we vaccinate the overwhelming proportion of our population, we will, without a doubt, be able to crush the outbreak. But then, just last Friday, Dr. Fauci not only admitted that the vaccines are not as effective as he had earlier insisted they were, but hinted that the vaccinated will require 
booster after booster after booster shots as vaccine immunity continually wanes. In other words, virtually disappears. Then a big pharma executive has admitted, not only admitted, but just declared outright that the mRNA shots are actually not vaccines, but are gene therapy. Gene therapy. The president of Bayer's Pharmaceuticals Division is now on record describing the COVID mRNA shots as cell and gene therapy and admitted that the general public are wary of such biological technology. Bayer's executive, Stefan Ulrich, made the comment at the World Health Summit in Berlin, which took place October 24th to 26th, with around 6,000 people from 120 countries in attendance. Ulrich asserted that his company is, quote, really taking the leap, unquote to move forward innovation in cell and gene therapies. Ultimately, I'm quoting, ultimately the mRNA vaccines are an example for that cell and gene therapy, he said. Was that announced on the news? Have you heard that anywhere? Did you hear it on Fox News? Did you hear it on MSNBC, CNN, any other news source? No, you didn't hear it. And that begins to answer a question that one of our listeners has posed, and I have promised him that I would respond to it on air. So here we go. He says, hey, Chuck, I just started listening to your broadcast about two months ago, and I have a couple of questions. First, I know there is a lot of fake news out there, but I think most of the reporters want to report the truth. How are all these major media sources able to cover up all the vaccine-related deaths and side effects? I would think some of these people would be able to leak out more information. All right, there are three questions here in one. First of all, the predicate for his question is, I think most of the reporters want to report the truth. Not so. If they wanted to report the truth, they would seek the truth. But instead, they have a political bias. Their political biases prevent them from even seeking truth. They don't want to seek truth. What they want to do is embrace a choreographed reporting system where everybody says the same thing. Have you noticed? If you listen to some of the news sources, if you can call them that, MSNBC, CBS, uh, uh, CNN, and all of those, you will hear the exact same phrases repeated over and over and over again. They are choreographed phrases in order to present a common front so as to carry a particular political outlook and agenda, period. So, no, most reporters do not want to report the truth today. In the past, perhaps they did, but not anymore. In this era of political correctness, multiculturalism, and religious pluralism. No, everything has become political. Next question. How are all the major media sources able to cover up all the vaccine-related deaths and side effects? 
The reason they're able to cover them up are twofold. Number one, they don't know about them because they don't want to know about them because that will force them into a position of being accused that they did know about them and therefore were negligent in failing to report them. No, all they want to know is the conveyor belt of information that is delivered to them as if it were true for their reporting pleasure. In other words, to conform to the demands of the head honchos of MSNBC, CNN, uh, CBS, and all of the others. I would think some of these people would be able to leak out more information. No. They'll be fired. They'll lose their jobs. And some have already. That's the answer to the first set of questions. We'll be back after this. Stay tuned. You're listening to Viewpoint. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Today, we look continually at the ongoing COVID deception. It has vast ramifications for you and for me, not only now, but in the future as it is unfolding before us. And we will see that as this program goes on today. I warned you to anchor your seatbelt before we got started because the things that are being shared here today are of great import, perhaps for many quite shaking. I go on to respond to the questions that were laid out by one of our recent listeners. The next set of questions is, and he frames it as a question, my other question is, don't you think some of these high-up politicians know what is going on with this? For example, he reported recently and talked about one of the politicians gloating that she had gotten her children vaccinated. Why would she jeopardize their lives if they know this has the potential to kill them? The same with our president. If he knows the effects of why, do they show him getting the shot on TV? All right, let me respond. Perhaps you already have formed an answer yourself. First of all, the key word in this question is if. It appears twice in this series of echoing questions. First, don't you think some of these high-up politicians know what is going on with this? It depends on who you're talking about. Are you talking about people in the Democrat Party? Then my answer would be, not much. If you're talking about in the Republican Party... Somewhat. You say, well, why not? Why don't you believe that most of them know about this? The reason is they don't care about the real news. 
They only listen to what is regurgitated day after day by MSNBC, CNN, and might I indicate Dr. Fauci and the CDC, which are supposed to be God's voice on earth. So, when the CDC speaks, even if it said the opposite thing yesterday, and Dr. Fauci said opposite things for the past two years, they still accept everything that is said as gospel. That's their authority. So they do not do their own research. In fact, they don't really want to do their own research because they feel that it will jeopardize their position as a politician because if they don't buy into and submit to the gospel being preached by the CDC and Dr. Fauci, they will be deemed to be anti-American, not caring about people's health, and it will affect their ability to get reelected. Hate to put it so bluntly, but that's the way it is. Everything has been politicized. Next, why should a politician gloat over her children getting the jab? Why should she jeopardize their lives if they know this has the potential to kill them? Number one, they... The word if means that they don't know. And if they do know that it has the potential to kill them, they know that it won't happen with their own child. Because it is so rare. They're told by the CDC and Dr. Fauci and their own doctors, who are also listening to the regurgitated information that comes from the CDC and Dr. Fauci, that even their doctors for the most part, do not know what we share here on Viewpoint. They just don't know it. And those doctors that are trying to get out the information, some of which we have brought on this program, are bad-mouthed, sidelined, and even losing their jobs as a result of standing for truth with regard to the matter of the jabs and COVID and its experience and so on. It's danger. So if the president, if he knows of the effects, why do they show him getting the shot on TV? It's all political. All political. He wants to be an example of the political movement to command every man, woman, and child, not only in America, but on the planet, to get the jab, not once, but twice and three times, and now Dr. Fauci says, ongoing, about every six months. The goal, friends, has relatively little to do with human health and everything to do with a combination of monstrous wealth and political control taking away the freedoms of humanity and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and replacing them with the promise of a godless government that promises to do everything that God said he would do for us. Now, lest you should think that I'm overstating this, let me, at some point here, I will reveal to you What Dr. Fauci actually said, here it is right here. 
Coming from the World Tribune, Fauci declares that individual freedom is superseded by the state. He said American citizens have a misplaced perception when it comes to their individual freedom. Are you listening? The response came in response to uh, uh, those who said that the vaccine mandates would not be enforceable. But Fauci now proclaims that the Biden government can indeed enforce those vaccine mandates because your freedom is superseded by the state. Unlimited power through supposedly emergency declarations has brought us under Marxism almost totally. So Fauci went on to say, in a November 15th interview with Ted Koppel on CBS Morning, said there's a misplaced perception about people's individual right to make a decision that supersedes the societal safety net. I don't know if you really sense the fullness of the dangerous implications of Dr. Fauci and his belief system. He really does believe, apparently, that government is not limited by the Constitution, is not limited by the Bill of Rights. In fact, it's about government determining whether or not you will have any rights. And if so, how to dole them out at Fauci's good pleasure. Because after all, the government has your best interests at heart, right? Not. Because they have much different interests than your interests or than the interests of the American people. They have a global interest, a monstrous global interest, my friends. Greater than you can possibly imagine. I have an article that has uh, recently come out called Exposed, Klaus Schwab's School for COVID COVID Dictators, Plan for Great Reset. This is too extensive for us to deal with today, and we will deal with it perhaps next week. It will help to confirm what we've been saying here for a year and a half, concerning the motivation, the underlying and overarching motivations of the so-called health experts in our country that are in cahoots with the extremely wealthy globalist pharmaceutical agencies or companies and the politicians who are have been lusting after the propitious moment to be able to launch a one-world government. Now, how far has this gone? Well, here we are. Australia now revives Nazi-style quarantine camps to keep people safe. This is coming from the New American. Healthy Australians are being forced to stay at their own expense in the so-called splendid bush of the outback, praised on its developer's website for its award-winning urban design. 
basically a euphemistic way to say it's not really a quarantine camp. We've actually designed it. Situated on the outskirts of the city of Darwin, the camp today is anything but a comfortable respite for restoring resilience in its visitors seeking an escape from the routine of their everyday lives. Individuals entering into mandatory supervised quarantine in the Northern Territory there in Australia will be charged a rate of $2,500 per person or $5,000 for a family of two or more people for 14 days. Now figure that out. 10 days would be $500 a day. 14 days, probably about $450 a day. And it's mandatory. Any person found breaching the quarantine regulations will be liable for fines. So far, two supervised quarantine facilities exist in the Northern Territory of Australia. But these are multiplying. Another larger facility in the Orwellian-named area of Wellcamp is expected to hold up to a 1,000 beds, and it's now under construction near the city of Toowoomba in the northeastern region of Queensland. And they're multiplying. But that's not all. In New Zealand, it has only 25 coronavirus deaths among a population of nearly 5 million. Medical officers are now being directed by the government to manage all positive confirmed cases in a quarantine camp. New Zealand is taking the term lockdown to a whole new level. Now, bear in mind, these are supposedly democratic Western nations. Not anymore. New Zealand has 32 managed isolation and quarantine facilities with operational capacity for 6,260 people. But that's not the worst part. Patients will be held against their will at the quarantine camps until testing negative for the virus. If someone refuses in our facilities to be tested, says Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, they have to keep staying in the quarantine facility so they won't be able to leave after 14 days. In other words, they will have to stay in the quarantine facility in perpetuity. Does this not sound very much like a concentration camp? Under force or threat of force? But that's not all. Now Australia, excuse me, Austria, right there in Western Europe, Austria, where the sound of music was filmed, remember, becomes the first Western country to resort to mandatory coronavirus vaccination. The first Western democracy to resort to mandatory jabbing in response to a record-breaking surge in infections that has flooded its hospitals with critical COVID-19 patients. It was announced Friday, last Friday.
That makes Austria the, Austria the first European country and one of the first of the world to impose compulsory coronavirus vaccination or jabbing. Now, the interesting thing is they say it's in response to massive increase in COVID. But how do you explain it for New Zealand? In New Zealand, they've only had 25 coronavirus deaths out of 5 million people total. Yet they're locking people down. Amid a surge in COVID cases, Gibraltar has canceled official Christmas events and discouraged people from hosting private gatherings for four weeks. Yet the Gibraltar's entire eligible population has already been vaccinated or jabbed. How then do they have a surge in COVID cases? Are you beginning to see where this is going? This is Viewpoint, friends, and it makes a difference. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. We're talking today about the deception, the massive COVID deception or COVID-related deception that is taking place. And I want to spend just a few more moments with regard to this uh, article coming from the Russian Times, Most Vaccinated Place on Earth Cancels Christmas. This is Gibraltar. Uh, The government of Gibraltar recently announced that official Christmas parties have been canceled. They're not going to do Christmas anymore. They say it's because of a drastic increase in the number of people testing positive for COVID. Now, Gibraltar is a tiny British overseas territory. It shares land, a land border with Spain, has an average of 56 COVID cases per day over the last seven days, which the government is describing as exponential. Yet it's coming from a country having the highest vaccination rate in the world, 118% vaccinated or jabbed. You say, how could that be? 100% is 100%. Well, yes, but in this instance, there are many people coming from Spain who cross the border to work or visit the territory every day. So all of them are vaccinated The entire adult population of Gibraltar is also fully jabbed ever since March, 
and masks are still required in shops and on public transport. So that brings it to 118% as the government has figured. In other words, 100% of every single adult in Gibraltar, plus those that enter on a regular basis, have been jabbed. And that has been since March. And they all wear masks. What is this telling you? It's telling you and me that the jabs do not do what our politicians and even many of our doctors are telling us that they do. And that is, first of all, they do not immunize you against getting the virus. And by the way, that's the fundamental definition of a vaccine, to immunize you against getting a virus or a disease. Secondly, they do not prevent you from transmitting the virus or disease. And in this instance, we see that these jabs are not preventing the transmission of the virus. Nowhere, nowhere in the world are they preventing the transmission. In fact, the in countries where the vaccination or jab rate has been the highest, they have soaring rates of COVID. We've been lied to. We've been deceived. We've been deceived for ulterior motives. The amassing of unspeakable amounts of money Raping our governments, which are you and me, by the way, if our government spends $10 billion with Pfizer for so-called vaccines, basically, you are paying for those. I am paying for those. The government is not paying for them. We are the government. So our government... And other governments around the world are actually economically raping their citizenry with a proposed intent to keep us safe from a very dangerous disease or virus. When in fact, the reality is it's not doing that at all. And all of the facts The scientific data are proving that. For instance, Singapore, 94% of the eligible population has been inoculated. 94%. Yet cases and deaths soared to record heights in October. In Ireland, 92% of the adult population fully vaccinated, yet deaths for the virus have roughly doubled since August. How do you explain this? It's not hard. These are not vaccines. They are gene therapy, just as the Bayer executive admitted. They are not designed to create immunity against the virus. Neither are they designed or intended 
or expected to prevent the transmission of the virus. The best way to prevent the transmission of the virus is to get COVID as an unvaccinated person and recover. It creates the very, very best and most trusted form of immunity so that not only are you likely to get it again, but even if you do, you can't transmit it. That's what we have just recovered or discovered here today on this program. What we're talking about, friends, is a level of deception of of monumental proportions, global proportions. And we're not finished. This article, no gasoline without COVID papers. It's already happening in some parts of the world. No papers, no gas. Does that cause you to think of a passage of Scripture that should be coming more and more into the frontal lobes of your mind? And that is Revelation chapter 13. Particularly the last seven verses, where it talks about a beast empire and an individual known as the beast and his false prophet, who they connive together with the governments of the world to create a system that every man, woman, and child must receive some sort of a mark on their right hand or on their forehead as a pledge of their allegiance to the absolute worshipful authority of the beast government, the Antichrist government, so that no man or woman will be able to buy or sell if you do not have that mark. Now, I have said before, and I will say it again, I do not believe that these vaccines or jabs, as we understand them, with what I understand about them, is actually the mark. One simple reason for that is it's not being administered on your hand or your forehead. But the kind of device that Bill Gates has in mind for which he filed a patent application on March 20th, I believe it was, 2020, will be fully capable of doing just that. And it incorporates not just a vaccine, but also the ability to render the world cashless so that all economic transactions will be monitored and controlled through this amazing a device, a nanodot device that every man, woman, and child will have on their body. So let me ask you a question. Going back to the question that our listener asked. Why are these things not being reported? Do you know of any regular news media 
including, by the way, OAN, including Newsmax, including Fox News, including any other news agency that you're with. Do you know of any that are reporting these details? No. You may find a few outside Christian programs that will say a few things, but they're not going to go into this depth. And yet, this broadcaster, this isn't a prideful statement, it's a factual statement. This broadcaster here has no assistance for research, does all of his own research, not only for this program, but for writing books, for speaking in various ways, do all of my own research. Why are these others not able to do that? And I do it for no cost. Yet most of these other broadcasters and news agencies have staffs that do these things and are paid big bucks. No, the reality is the information is available if you want it. If you don't want it, you will not seek it. And if you don't seek it, you won't believe it. It's as simple as that. Now, our listener's last question was, if this whole vaccine mandate is a precursor to the mark of the beast, which I believe that it is, a precursor, like a harbinger, what is your stance on the rapture? Shouldn't we, as Christians, be excited that the time of Christ's return is coming soon? The answer is, yes, we should. But most Christians are not, because they're running in fear, because they're, they have not been prepared by their pastors and parachurch leaders and broadcasters and so on, have not been prepared for difficult times. They've been fed pablum rather than spiritual meat. Shouldn't we be excited? Yes, we should. We should be looking for the return. And the scripture says, if we're looking for it, we should be preparing for it. And purifying ourselves, even as Christ is pure. So we have one other aspect to his question. We'll reserve for after this break. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. The COVID deception. Very dangerous. 
spreading like wildfire across the world, setting the stage for the next iteration, which will double, triple, or quadruple the threat of COVID and the jab. Because this isn't going to stop. We're already discovering, we're showing, right here on Viewpoint, based upon facts, based upon statistics, not feelings. And even Dr. Fauci himself says, this is just going to go on and on. You're going to require one jab after another, one booster after another. He is admitting that these shots are not vaccinations because they provide neither immunity nor do they prevent transmission. They're not vaccines. That's why the CDC had to completely change its definition of vaccine to be able to use the term vaccine with a straight face before the news media, which is exactly what they did, by the way. Here's our listener's final question. If we as Christians shouldn't be excited about the time of Christ's return coming soon, then as Christians, we should not have to endure the tribulations when the Antichrist comes, as we should already be raptured and in heaven. Wrong. It's not what the Bible teaches. That's pop pop culture Christianity, but it's not what the Bible teaches. And here's where that is wrong. The Bible nowhere says that Christians will not have to deal with the Antichrist. In fact, just the contrary. All the warnings of Scripture are to believers, whether Jewish or Gentile Christians, all of them. All of the warnings of Scripture. Jesus warned his disciples. And through them to warn the rest of the world and those that would follow them. Jesus said, he that endures to the end shall be saved. He said, many are going to come in my name and deceive many. He said, deception is going to be the number one characteristic of the end times. Who is it that he's warning? The unbelievers are deceived already, friends. In fact, Jesus said they're condemned already. John chapter 3. No. The warnings of Scripture, both from Jesus, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle John, the Apostle James, and Peter, they're all to believers. Contrary to popular opinion. So what is it that we as Christians can expect to avoid. Not the Antichrist. In fact, the Bible says, the Apostle Paul said that before the Antichrist is revealed, there's going to be a great falling away of Christians. Right there in Thessalonians. Called the apostasy. Jesus warned about that in Matthew chapter chapter 24. 
So what is it that we as followers of Christ can expect to be protected from? Not the Antichrist. Have you been perfect, protected from uh, Joe Biden up till now? His mandates? How many people have lost their lives? How many people have lost their jobs? Is that not a form of tribulation, my friend? Of course it is. You know what tribulation is? Pressure. The word tribulation, translated in the King James Version of the Bible, comes from the Greek word flipsis, which means pressure. Are we not under increasing pressure? Not only in this country, but all over the world. Everywhere. Just as Jesus said it was going to be. Persecution. Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. Why do you think you should be different than your Lord? Are American Christians the exception to the world and historical rule, even God's word? No. We have been fed a false trust. And it's going to catch untold millions unsuspectingly. And when they find out that they're going to have to endure serious problems, attacks, many of them are going to fall away terribly and say we've been deceived even by our own Christian teachers. So what is it that we can expect to avoid or escape? The Bible is very clear about it. We escape the wrath of God. Not the wrath of man, but the wrath of God. When does the wrath of God begin to be poured out? It begins to be poured out at the end of Revelation chapter 6. And from that time on through the book of Revelation, the, the word wrath of God appears seven times, but not before that. The wrath of God begins to be poured out not on all peoples, but on the children of disobedience. In other words, on the unrighteous, on those who are in rebellion, those who are refusing to trust God, including those who receive the mark of the beast. Why the warning in Revelation 13 and 14 about receiving the mark of the beast if Christians don't have to be concerned about it and they're already raptured out of here? No. You've been given a false trust. And it's serious. That's one of the reasons here on this program we focus so much on preparing the way of the Lord in your own life. To be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. To put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, to stand, my friend. This isn't all about COVID. It's not about a virus. These things are just, shall we say, tools that are being used to accomplish a much, much bigger agenda that is going to bring and threaten to bring every man, woman, and child on the planet under the dominion of a counterfeit Christ, ultimately. Therefore, 
If you do not have my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter, you might just want to get a copy of it as soon as you can get it. Why, if you're going to be out of here before he shows up and begins his nefarious agenda, why would you even be concerned about the Antichrist? What use is that? You're out of here anyway, right? Come on. We're deceiving ourselves. It's self-deception, friends. It's the kind of deception that we want to believe what we want to believe, even if all of the biblical evidence is to the contrary. Get a copy of the book, Antichrist. How to Identify the, the Coming Imposter. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. You're writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Do it today. Don't delay, friends. You need to get that in your heart. You need to get it in your heart not just in your mind. And because of the way we have been raised in this country with a false doctrine of pre-tribulationism and the idea that if you once made a confession of Christ and then lived like hell the rest of your life, it doesn't make a bit of difference, you're in the pearly gates. You've got the keys to the kingdom. What a mockery. What a mockery to the holiness of God. When the scripture says that without holiness, no man will see the Lord, and we're going to preach a doctrine like that? That's just human wish fulfillment. If you think I'm speaking rather strongly on this, there's a reason. Because this deception is so great, and people are trusting such that they will not have to be prepared to endure anything. And then they're going to be taken unawares, and it's going to absolutely terrify them. And they will submit to the mark. They will. Because they're not prepared. Let me ask you a question. Going back to the COVID issue, this comes from Israel National News. The FDA asked for a 55-year period before they have to release data on Pfizer's COVID vaccine. What? They said, as we learn more about the safety and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines, we will continue to evaluate the rapidly changing science and keep the public informed. Do you know what they're actually saying, friends? They have no scientific leg to stand on. Zero. They've proven nothing. Yet they've released these so-called vaccines, not only on the American public, but the whole world. 
And then, as if that were not enough, one of their seven, I think 17 uh, members of their board, their review board, to determine whether or not Pfizer should be able to release their so-called vaccine or jab for children 5 to 11 years of age. This man, a doctor, had the temerity, the chutzpah, the unholy boldness to say, well, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to affect these kids, but we're just going to have to give it to them to find out. How are we going to find out if we don't just give it to them? And so, parents across the country and across the world and doctors, their doctors that they trust, say, well, the FDA approved it. Not really. They didn't approve anything. All they did was say, go ahead and release it. They didn't approve it as being safe. That doctor admitted it. Admitted they didn't know whether it was safe. But he said, we're just going to have to give it anyway. Do you realize what is really happening here? And it brings tears to my eyes, friends. There is an intentionalized tyranny that is being impressed upon the world to bring absolute fear to bear so that you, under false pretenses of official scientific uh, testing and evaluation, will submit absolutely, and if you don't submit voluntarily, you will submit under threat or force. I don't know what that sounds like to you, but it sounds like we're on the edge of a coming counterfeit Messiah. The Antichrist, the imposter. Get a copy of the book. $22 on our website, Imposter, How to Identify the Coming, the Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Call us 1 800 Save USA. Become a partner, friends. Don't delay. Do it today. Let's get the message You've been out. listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.